Welcome to the Movie Podcast and welcome to our review of Console Wars. Console Wars is a documentary on CBS All Access. It pertains to the 1990 Sega Nintendo War that was happening um, during that time period. As always, I'm co-hosted with my friends in their in their lo- other locations, Shay and Daniel. How are you guys? Um, I'm good, man. I've never heard you call me a friend before, so I'll be honest, I, I got a little choked up. <laughs> well, I was going to say my uh, work friends. Oh, <laughs> really stick it to me there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're friends from work. <laughs> friends from work. How are you doing, Daniel? I'm doing well. Honestly, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm really happy that we got to watch this. You know, this is one that um, I, th- I feel like we're in the golden age of, of video game documentaries right now. And Console Wars for such a long time was the one that we've been talking about and looking forward to. So it's great that we're finally able to, to have watched it and now to talk about it. And thank you to CBS All Access for uh, uh, sending it to us so we can review here for the movie podcast. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, just to give a little synopsis of the documentary, um, it, I'm going to kind of read out what they kind of have for it. So it was 1990, Sega startup Gaming Co. assembled a team to take on Nintendo, world's greatest video game company, a make or break conflict, pit brother against brother, Sonic against Mario, American capitalism against Japanese tradition. Console Wars is directed by Blake J. Harris and Jonah Tullis. So what did you guys think of the documentary? We'll start off with you, Daniel. Uh, it, yeah. So, <laughs> so I thought I, I was waiting for Shay to go. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to wait. I'm going to go. Uh, no, this was great. Honestly, like, uh, like we were saying before, this was a documentary we've been waiting a really long time for. Um, Blake J. Harris, who is one of the... Uh, directors of this documentary. He's also the author of the book. So Console Wars has been a book for the last, uh, it's been around for a little while, but it's kind of been always the go-to book people recommend if you're interested in video games at all. And when you think about Console Wars today, yeah, we think about PlayStation versus Xbox or whatever it looks like now, or like <laughs> with all these different companies kind of coming into the video game mix with like now with Apple and Stadia and now Amazon just announced their, uh, their video game platform. So like the, the console wars are still a thing, but when you really kind of boil it down to what was it at the beginning, it was Nintendo versus Sega. And I, and I love that the, the synopsis you read said it was, you know, American capitalism against, uh, Japanese tradition and I really love that this that was the focus of this documentary where Nintendo was synonymous with video games so when you thought about uh, video games even to this day for a lot of people it's like oh he's playing the Nintendo or he's playing this and it's just that's that's what people do re- refer to as video game consoles it's just Nintendo um, but Sega was trying to make a mark for themselves and I and I love that this documentary really showed you both sides of this. It wasn't just, oh, look at the big bad Nintendo who's kind of the monopoly over everything. Or look at Sega, like he's kind of like the, the trying to get into there, trying to make a name for themselves. Where it, it kind of showed both companies equally, like this is why Nintendo was so beloved. This is why Sega was trying to make a name for themselves. And I think uh, Blake and Jonah did a really great job of balancing this. Yeah, I find I found that... Um the editing and pacing of the of the documentary was really well done because they would tell the tale of both, you know, Nintendo as the the market share leader and then Sega coming in 
and being this up and comer. And then, you know, we'll say Nintendo being the big bully trying to stop Sega from rising up. And you can see like the twists and turns that both consoles and both um, companies had to deal with to compete with each other, which was, um, it was so interesting to see these um, executives because when a lot of times when you, when you hear about these war, well, you don't even hear, you just hear about, yeah, Sega versus Nintendo, but you really don't get the, the scoop from the executives and this documentary pulled all the executives from Nintendo America and Sega America. And they talked about their, their battles within the company. And I, and I dug Um, that. So super interesting. Yeah. I really like that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Shay. Shay, what did you think? No, uh, you know what? This was a, I I think like Daniel said, this is the golden age of video game documentaries and what a better time to come out than this, this, gigantic console launch that's happening um and i love how it almost seems like a great companion piece to the playstation revolution which we reviewed about two or three weeks ago and this almost feels like the prequel to all of that as as console wars go back in the day you didn't see that happening so well i mean yeah the commercials were there but it was the 90s it was just totally okay now it it almost feels like the the video game companies themselves are not picking fights, but it's these like loyalist fans that are like getting in on each other. So it's crazy to see how far we've come in terms of video games and consoles. As a documentary, though, I thought this was great. It it was super like well paced at ninety minutes. It just clocked in, and and my worry was how are they going to get all this information in? But they didn't have to go too deep. They they gave us enough. To, to kind of move forward. And, and I love that they had the interviews with everybody and they had the animations that were, you know, different styles. Like they had the video game style of animation. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. They had the, the Japanese, you know, anime style. I thought that was very, very cool. So, you know what? I really, really enjoyed this doc. Yeah. I love that. What, what Anthony was saying and what you were saying touche that like we have these, we have these industry people who are there and it's nice because like you didn't see really anybody from Nintendo or Sega or PlayStation really now because they're, these guys are in industry. You can't really talk or throw dirt at each other when you're, when you're in it. But mm-hmm. like when you're, when they were kind of removed from it and you're, you're kind of looking at it 20, 30 years later now and they're just kind of talking about like, yeah, this is what we did. We um, like Nintendo try, like trying to build the market and then Sega coming in and wanting a piece of the pie. And it, it's just cool seeing these actual people who were making these decisions, who were in those courtrooms battling each other, like talking about it and being so open about it. Um, because we see these brands, well, not so much Sega now, but Nintendo, we see, we kind of, we see them in the, in the realm of like these giant monolithic companies like Disney, like these brands that are just kind of like, here is like, that's Nintendo. This is Mario. These are these characters. But when you look at it in the, in the nineties, these characters were only like a few years old at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So like you're, you're seeing that these characters, they're, they're really only starting to come into the public kind of perception of who they are. And um, it was, it was just so cool. Kind of like seeing like these guys who were battling so hard to make these systems successful, um, really kind of reflect back and be like, yeah, we did some not so, not so great things back in the day. Um, it's and very I really mafia, thought, mafia. It was very <laughs> mafia esque, you know, and and just in kind of seeing like the difference between um, 
Sega's kind of like traditional Japanese and Nintendo's traditional Japanese and how it kind of was the mirror of that on like the America side. And, you know, America was always kind of like, let's go big. Let's go. Let's attack them. Let's do this. Let's put out these, you know, Sega does with the Nintendo ads. Let's really go for the throat where on um, like we're on the Japanese side, they're a lot more conservative and they don't do that. How many of you were Sega um, console owners? I mean, I, I, I did not have a Genesis. Um, I had friends that had Genesis's. Gen- Gen- Genocide? Genocide? Genocide. It almost sounds like I'm saying genocide. Um, yeah. Oh, boy. So Hopefully not that. <laughs> so they, they had they had Genesis, and I, I would go over there and play, but I was, uh, you know, through and through a, uh, a Nintendo boy. So for me, it was my NES that I had. I didn't have SNES, uh, and then I went N64. And then PlayStation. Uh, yeah, we spoke about this. I was I'm a big uh, I was a big Nintendo boy growing up. Um, Sega. My cousin had a Sega Genesis, so uh, we always used to play like Michael Jackson Moonwalker and uh, a bunch of different other Sega Genesis uh, games. Which again, phenomenal system. But I think when I when I kind of think back of like like games that still to this day I could go back and play. Like it's always going to be like those SNES games, those NES games, um, and then forward. Uh, this what I liked about this documentary is that they they it was really focused where um, you know this is about like pretty much the Sega Genesis versus like the NES and Super Nintendo. Um, we started go- touching on like the N sixty four side and when three D graphics and PlayStation started to rise. Um, but I liked that it told a focused story, um, and this this for a while too was going to be. Um, uh, like an actual movie and Jordan Roberts was going to um, was going to direct it and Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg were writing it. So like it's, it's kind of transitioned a lot between different uh, uh, I guess, different formats of how they're going to tell the story. What about you though, Anthony, were you, uh, I, I, I think you said that you were, you were, uh, you were Sega, Sega man growing up. I was a Sega man. Um, I started off with the NES, but, in the household, everything went to Sega. You know, I had an older <laughs> brother who um, who they marketed to, which yep. now I understand, and they kind of marketed to me at the end uh, because it was, you know, the teenage uh, console. It, they had the more mature games. They had and, blood in Mortal Kombat, you know? Mortal Kombat. I remember the shortcut, A-B-A-C-A-B-B. And, you know, you would write that, you would type that in before the game started, and you got blood. Um, so yeah, I was a Sega dude for a good portion of the time, um, of the nineties and I still have my Sega. I still have my, my cartridges for Sega, but, um, I remember going to, I would always go to Zellers and Zellers is a retail store in Canada or used to be a retail store. And I remember playing uh, Sega Saturn and virtual fighter. And I'm like, man, this is, this is so cool. Now knowing that. Sega Saturn had so many issues and um, <laughs> it was a development hell for a lot of, or a development hell for a lot of developers because they couldn't design on a, on the system, but man, that system was great. And I, I just, I don't know. I remember always saying, you know, the, the catchphrase Sega, like Sega, 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 <laughs> but that was like so catchy and it was, it was so well done. Um, and that was and that nineties marketing, you know, like that's, that's what I, yeah. that we spoke so much about on the, the PlayStation revolution and, um, in the Tony Hawk pro skater to Tony Hawk video game story, like 
um, pretending I'm a Superman. Sorry, is the name of that. It's just like there was something about that '90s edgy. Let's go, let's go balls to the wall. Let's go crazy. Let's get weird with it. That like it's it literally just time stamps itself so much. But I love it. It's such a cool like just going back and watching like that. It's just such a cool time where things were just like yeah, we don't know what this industry is, but we're just going to do whatever we want anyway. Right. Okay. Did you guys have any like favorite moments of the documentary? Uh, you know what? It, for me, it was really seeing the downfall of Sega happen because you could you could kind of see that it was so avoidable. It was so avoidable, but it was just these tra- there's these traditional methods that kind of got them stuck in a way, and it, and it just shows that like you know jealousy and you know when you when you get emotions involved in business. It, it totally can ruin what you have going for yourself. Like Sega was doing so well and they could have done even better. Like if they got that Silicon graphics, um, you know, deal done, then boom, we're like, it's that what if, like where would what we if? be now, you know? Yeah. Um, so that to me was great. I mean, I, so much of this documentary is, is, is fast paced and it's, it goes at such a nice level that I kept thinking to myself, yeah, this would be such a good, movie like i can see these as characters in like an aaron sorkin style movie <laughs> right. and you know like you know obviously yeah seth rogan and evan goldberg are producers on it but even in the end credits like you can see they, they thank jordan roberts as well so i'm sure he had some input too yeah again like this i'm hoping that you know this is enough of a success on cbs all access we don't have word yet on if it's coming i don't it's not in canada yet from what i understand but um when it does come here, like it's definitely something worth looking at. Cause yeah, this is like, if you, if you love video games at all, like there's so much in here that gives context. And I, and I think, uh, I think it was you Shay that said that, you know, this is kind of like the prequel to the PlayStation revolution where this, like when you kind of watch this and you watch the PlayStation revolution after, like it gives so much context to this is, this is the video game industry now. Because mm-hmm. of this is what's happened. This is context. And I love that video games are in a place now that we actually have history. We have these documentaries being made about them because. And it's I not think, even that old history. Like it's literally no. 25 to 30 years old. Exactly. But it's still history enough that we could look back and be like, wow, this was a different time period. This was mm-hmm. a yeah. different world that we are in. But it's worthy of telling a story. And I, I just hope that we get more of these now. Because mm-hmm. I think yeah. there's so many play like when you look at even into two thousands with like the PS2 and the rise of Xbox, like I would love to know more about that time that period of time too. Like there's mm-hmm. there's so many opportunities for storytelling and I really hope that um they take this console wars and make a do a sequel with like another set of consoles i think it's totally possible for them to do that you can literally see like how different it is now compared to then where a lot of the team who was who was promoting and getting these consoles out there they were just you know suits they were yeah they weren't part of like right now like if you look at it now um, a lot of the people who do develop for the Xbox or for PlayStation, they were developers beforehand. They came from that world, and they they're gamers. They wanted, they're gamers, and they had the experience. They they weren't the the suits and salesmen that they were in the '90s. So where they were just trying to make money, um, right. Rather than providing that experience that we now get out of our consoles. So it's such a different, and that's how many years, 35 years between, yeah. um, you know, 1985 and 
But I mean, like, even then, like, that that kind of whole wearing a suit, that still existed until, I would say, like, the mid-2000s, mm-hmm. maybe early. Maybe like, late, 20, almost. Maybe even later, because, like, it's it's really now, like, where we see the giant productions. We see, like, these giant, like, like E3, like, Stark Expo-type celebrations, where it's, like, fireworks and bands playing, and it's, like, a huge, like, concert now. Well, it was <laughs> before. Rest in peace, E3, but... um like, it was like these big events, but before, like you got, like you were saying, Anthony, it was such like a stuffed shirt. Like we're wearing ties and we're talking about our financial reports and stuff like that. And it's so not like that anymore. It's just so, at least on the on the the consumer side, it's not like that anymore. Another thing this documentary does well with is it, it still has these like both Nintendo and Sega and these executive teams that were part of them, they still have animosity towards each other. Oh, for sure. still, even though they don't work for the company anymore, they still have like this battle between them and how they like till this day, they still think they either Nintendo was right or Sega was right. They're it's still they're like still rooting for that team. And it's just funny. It's like they haven't let it go. Yeah. It was personal then, man. Like cause they got personal and they got nasty hey. back then, man. Yeah. Did yeah, you guys no, I really the, Did you guys notice in the beginning of the of the show when they interview and they they introduce uh, Shinobu uh Toyota and he was still living in a comfort inn? And the, yeah, and he is still that, does to the same. Yeah, like, he still lives there he says, yeah. Yeah, like his family time. though. <laughs> <laughs> he just leave his family. It's a dark story. He doesn't want to get into it. No, he's just that's <laughs> like, that's where he's hanging out. <laughs> I think they shot it inside the comfort inn as well. Yes, they did. They did. They did. I noticed that. I'm like, man, oh, this guy man. must have enough money to buy a regular house. I know. It, it, it's crazy because they talk about it. They say, you know, with, with Tom and it Phil, they ended up, you know, moving into like an apartment together or like a or two bedroom. But yeah. but Shinobi just still stayed in the Comfort Inn. Man, he must have really took the word comfort seriously. You know, he mu- <laughs> I've stayed at a Comfort Inn before. I don't know if I'd stay there for that long. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, um, what would you what would you give a re- like? What would we re- review it? Or we'll start off with you, Daniel. What do you review? What would uh, be my suggestion for this film? Yeah. Honestly, it, it's a watch it. On, as we said right now, it's on CBS All Access. Uh, I don't believe it's in Canada yet, but. Again, if you if you like video games, if you're interested at all in, in remotely in video games, if you want to learn more about it, this is this is I think where to start with. I think if you go to um, this, this is the perfect starting point before you even get to PlayStation Revolution or pretending I'm a Superman. Like this is where you want to start because this is what's going to give you the the I, that first impression of what video games are and why they matter. So I definitely say mm-hmm. watch it. This is where you want to start with this one. Yeah. What about you, Shay? Yeah. Uh, same as Daniel. Uh, it's a watch it. I think that when you look at our trilogy of video game documentary reviews right now, uh, you start with this, you go to PlayStation Revolution, then you go to the Tony Hawk uh, Apprentice to be a Superman because they all complement each other so well. Um, and they really tell a great story. And I don't think you have to be into video games. I don't think you have to be anywhere related to the to you know entertainment because I showed my girlfriend this as well, and she ha- she doesn't care about video games at all. But she absolutely loved it. Like she was so engrossed, and she's like, "Wow, all this stuff actually goes behind video games. You never think about it." I'm like, "I know, I know. There's so much. So definitely watch it." And you're I would also yeah. give it a a watch it. If you have, uh, if we ever get the opportunity in Canada to watch, if 
CBS All Access um, to watch it in, in Canada, yes, I would suggest watching it as well as High Score and um, the PlayStation Revolution. Yeah, oh, High Score was on. the other one I was thinking of too because uh, yeah, episode that's on three, Netflix. yeah, episode three and four of High Score cover a lot of what's in this documentary as well too. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's uh, definitely yeah, we're we're in the renaissance of video game docs right now. I love it. Yeah. So that has been our review of the console wars. As always, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. You can also follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple podcasts and join our discord. Check out our show notes for all those links and more. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.